0: He just thought to himself, "If God would take care of me because I gave a couple coins, what is my life? What's He going to do with my life if I trust Him with it all?" Welcome to Next Steps. I'm James Adcock, Pastor of Bible Baptist Church. Here with Miss Darby Bell Adcock. How are you doing this morning?
1: I am good. It's good to be back. We took a little bit of a break um, here on the podcast, but we're yeah. kind of kicking off like season two, per se.
0: Season two. It sounds strange, but series two. Uh, series two. Whatever it may be, we're here, we're back. Um, they used to say we we show what it what was that? Something about conquering, you know, you, you show up, you stand up and then you conquer. I don't know. I don't remember <laughs> I don't what it all was, difference. but something like that. But we'll get this thing done, we'll get it get it over with. So what what's your summer been like?
1: Um, it's been super full. I would I would say that it was it was full, it was hot, and you know, we it's always so busy. It's always yeah. incredibly busy.
0: Yeah. You know, we uh, just came out of Labor Day weekend. It's considered the unofficial, official last weekend of summer. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's true or not. We still have Indian summer in September, mm-hmm. that we call, um, but, you know, it was a pretty exciting weekend. We, you, you had a lot of friends, family, and over, but one thing I think um, we learned this past weekend, obviously everybody's learned, is that seasons change. Uh, grass is dying. Leaves are changing colors. Farmers are getting ready to get into the fields. So, what what are some of the things that have kind of come about your life that have been kind of like maybe you consider like seasons of change?
1: Oh, well, I just before I even answer that, just to I I love Labor Day weekend because it is it just it I don't know if everyone realized it, but it really it really does signify change. It really does like we are ending summer. And for me personally, I end up always where I'm usually, our family's outside, we're always by the water. And I usually am looking out, I'm like, oh, what a great summer. And then you're, you're prepping yourself to, you know, I think Endure everyone preps. with that? Endure the cold. I mean, well, I, everyone preps themselves. To, it's like, oh, fall is coming. It's like the leaves. Like It's such a significant change to go from fun summer to like, you know, hoodies and beanies and bonfires and cozy. And, and for me personally, I just, I, I am, I really turn inward and, and funny enough, like I, you know, we all, my relationship with the Lord is different mm. even. And sure. not that, not because I have a lack of anything I'm doing or I press in more. It just, I I just see my, I feel like I walk a little closer with him. I don't know if it's, I'm on like sad on cold days. or I,
0: I don't know if people, you know, realize that days are longer in the summer. Oh yeah. Nights are longer as we end the fall, definitely longer in the winter. Um, In the state of Indiana, at least northern Indiana where we're located, we have a vitamin D deficiency when we get into kind of the February, March months. People
1: never believe that, but you have no idea how much you need the sun and how much that it affects your mood it does. Yeah.
0: And we sit back. The
1: Lord and the sun. Sorry.
0: And we sit back and we think, why why isn't my relationship with the Lord as exciting as it was during this season or that season? And everybody's different. Like you said, you know, you, you get, you feel like you get closer during fall and, I don't know when, I can't know if I can specify which one I am, but, you know, but it's true. The fact is our lives work differently. We get excited about things differently. And that has a kind of a swing effect upon our relationship with God.
1: And I would say too, you know, I think some people, you know, we always say, you know, some people do well with change and other people don't. But I think we all can say if there are, the change you know season changes or you know things that come up with change that people really look forward to and they're like oh i'm just i'm so excited to go into this next season this the next adventure mm-hmm. and then there is in my life usually i've been that in my yeah. younger years of like oh i just can't wait for this and um and I, in recent years i have experienced the saddening of you know a beautiful full season has happened and maybe you know you've got Kids going back to college, people exiting your life, friends, that, you know, whatever it might be, yeah. it ends up being a little bit of a mourning process of of like, oh, this season is coming to an end, and I I am reluctantly looking into this next season because time's gonna move me there anyway.
0: You know, Ron and I, my wife, we we have three kids out of the home. We have obviously you and your husband Malachi. We have our daughter Malaine and her husband Cade, and then we have Marissa, who's single, but lives outside the home in in Valparaiso and obviously Labor Day weekend. And and we were able to have lunch together yesterday. Um, But it's, it's kind of a letdown too when everybody leaves because it's, it's like they have their own homes to go to. They have their own agenda. They have, and, and that's not bad in any kind of way, but it's just like, you remember, you remember the days, the season when the, our home was the agenda. Our home was the, um, place where they came back to now they just come for a short amount of time whether it's at the same time or different times and then they gotta leave they got you know malachi returned back to work today malayne's returned back to work marissa turned back to work and oh and i have we have clayton as well and he's in florida and he wasn't able to be with us yesterday but it's always kind of a letdown uh, on it but it's also again you're like you look at it as much as oh i would love for them all to be here at the same time it's like but look at look at how God look, look what God is doing in their lives. Look yeah. at how God is bringing things into their life that would never have happened if they didn't make these steps during these seasons. Yeah. And I and I just think as we talk about that, that's important for us to kind of grasp a hold of. Yes, there's a little bit of a down like you talked about, maybe even a morning that that takes place. But also there can be this excitement that something new in the air.
1: And you know what I always find about season changes too of in that process, there is a, in that come down or, you know, <clears throat> as we're, and we're talking about the, you know, the one side of not being excited to go into another season, but even on either one, there is a transition time to the next season. If we're specifically talking about having a hard time or that letdown, you mm-hmm. know, there is that that sad time of, of mourning the like, like, all the, like our house was the agenda or, you know, I could I think of my, you know, my dad that I want to spend so much time with, and I, I love my husband, but I'm like, you know, my dad was the first man in my life. And I want to, you know, in in those seasons as, you know, whatever, whether it's marriage, family changes, you know, whatever it is, there is a process that happens before the new season. Yeah. And I think so many people, um, I don't want to say they miss it, but they, they just stay in that awful part of like, oh, I, I, it's, it's they stay in that transition time and they don't fully get to move into the that new season. You know what I mean?
0: We have to find our next step in these seasons, especially the seasons where we're like, I really don't want to see this come. Mm-hmm. Because I find that if we're not in the word or we're not praying or we're not journaling or we're not doing whatever it is that we need to do, to to kind of put our spiritual armor on, on a daily basis, yeah. we fall apart. You know, what What are some things that maybe you've done in your season of change to kind of keep you from falling apart?
1: I, my biggest thing I'm, um, I'm such an out, like an external processor, like people, most people that, <laughs> most people that are talkers, you can tell that they like are externally processing stuff, yeah. you know? Yeah. But, um, what really helps me in my time with the Lord is, is just journaling. Like I know I could be praying to him in my heart and, yeah. or out loud, but I, I write my prayers down and essentially have a a prayer journal. And it's not just like, dear Lord, please. It's, it's, you know, I, I noticed the trees today and I'm I'm just really just talking to the Lord. And anytime I write those out, I'm, I'm writing down my, like, Lord, my heart's heavy today, but I'm looking forward to, meeting up with my friend you know I just I I'm just I'm writing that down and and filling my filling my heart with the, the word and it really it really does make a difference of when you are in the word yeah. what about what you what do you do um,
0: I journal yeah um, obviously I try to journal every day um, in the word I, I look at prayer maybe um, I, sometimes I write out my prayers but but really just been trying to focus on listening Um. If if he's the God of the universe and I'm just one of his created beings, why am I doing 99 percent of the talking? Yeah, and and I know that's different for everybody, but I just I, one of the thoughts I had a couple of weeks ago was we have all these times in the Scripture where Jesus separated himself from his disciples, even at times, and he found a place to pray, whether it was a garden or whether it was on top of a mountain. But we don't have a lot that's recorded, mm-hmm. word wise, and I, and I just my my question was is that on purpose? Did Jesus spend a lot of his time listening? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know. Um, people may argue one way or the other whether lots of words were shared or uh, very few, but, but the important thing was Jesus communicated whatever that looked like, communicated with his Father, and I think that's important for us yeah. that we communicate. Like you talked about the trees and the different things. We're just talking sometimes, especially if we're, like you said, we're, we're trying to get our focus through the, pro- through, through our process and, mm-hmm. and doing is part of that process yeah. that we talk through that. And I, I think it's just huge that people would see that and say, Hey, yeah, it's okay to have these days. It's okay to have these seasons and, and, and be able to walk through them.
1: So that, that brings up the question of how do we pray through changing seasons when you don't want seasons to change?
0: Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. When Jesus was asked by his disciples how to pray, those are the first words Jesus said. Mm -hmm. We we identify with God's holiness. We identify with God's will. Mm -hmm. What happens when God's will is not my will? Mm -hmm. Well, we come back to Jesus. Night. My will be done, but your will be done. Yeah. Now we can talk about this too. We're blue in the face, Darby, but the reality is, when you're in a season you don't want to go into, or you you see a season you're coming into, and I see a season I'm coming into, people listening and see a season they're coming into and that they don't want to be part of. Those words become pretty nonchalant if we don't mean them.
1: And you know, I I was just talking with a friend recently, and you know, and I'm not saying you're you're jumping by any by any means, but it. it that is the truth that we that we need to get to, that we are at to. And when we go through a hard time, it is of, you know, how do we pray? Lord, your will be done. And, and, and surrendering, and there is that. But, and I was going to say that there is a process. You know, I think we've all been around people that, you know, you've gone through a really hard time. You've poured your heart out, and people just, they, they kind of pat you on the back. Or I don't mean to downplay that, but it, they, you know, they give you a hug, and they say, just remember God's good. Or yeah. and they it, it more and I and I say that in a way that I think we all can say that we've been fed a Bible verse when we really just needed a second. We still need that truth, but sometimes I I believe that um, we can we can put a band aid so quickly on this mourning process, or somebody goes through a hard time, or I'm having a hard time going through the season. But God's good, and and you should just pull up yourself up by your bootstraps, and you should know that, and then you should just walk through. And and if some people can do that. Um, I th- they can do that, but i I want to press into a little bit more of the people that have to walk through a process. Yeah. and you know, I think some people may say like, well, I'm just not walking with the Lord right now, or I just don't feel very close to him because you know, I'm just not there right now. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not there. the le- thy will be done and I'm you know, we've all gone through situations that i just I think it's so important to walk through the process and be very honest of just being like, you know what? I don't want to pray through this right now or God, I I don't want to trust you right now or God, maybe I do. I just don't right now. And And, go ahead.
0: That could be the first step. Yeah. Honesty, transparency, communicating with the Lord. Yeah. How I actually feel, how I actually, and people say, well, we shouldn't, we shouldn't, you know, live by our feelings. And I get that, but at the same time, there are feelings.
1: Well, we're not, you know, like it's it, people are like they, and again, they jump to like well, we shouldn't live by our feelings. It's like, but we have them, yeah. And the Lord says to put our faith in Him, and He knows that we were have feelings. You know, I just I struggle with people like when they we I, I agree we should not live by our feelings. And we're just having a different conversation of, I'm having my feelings, I'm working through them, I'm giving them to the Lord, and He's leading me through them so I I can confidently say, I had these feelings, but I do know God is sovereign, and I will trust in the Lord.
0: I think it's absolutely necessary that sometimes we create good habits that we, we continue to go back to. Yeah. And whatever those habits are, and it could be again, let's, let's, let's remove the spiritual exercises like Bible and and prayer and church. What are, what are some actual steps that that people can do? And take a walk. Absolutely. Enjoy the sunshine, find something to be thankful for. Do these things that are going to make your mind just for, even if it's just a moment to kind of think about, you know what, that tree turning colors is beautiful or walking on a nice cool night and, and you have to have a sweatshirt on or maybe even a beanie on. And, and he's like, man, this is, this is my favorite time of year. Yeah. You know, uh, I had a picture. Someone sent me a picture, picture yesterday. Uh, they were at the Essen house in uh,
1: I know where that's at. Okay.
0: And that was a biscuit and apple butter. And we were just joking about that a couple of days ago. Like, man, Essen house has some of the best apple butter and it could be just food that we enjoy. Yeah. It could, you know, God gave us, God gave us things that to enjoy. Yeah. And we can't forget that, that food, food is enjoyable. And I, I know everything in moderation. I'm not, I'm not saying eat a Snickers bar every day, but, but I am saying it's yeah. nice to enjoy a good meal, enjoy dessert, enjoy nature, enjoy yeah. these things. You enjoy going to the beach and, and you I'll know you. the lake, mm-hmm. you know, we don't have the ocean beach in Indiana, but the lake and, and, Enjoy that,
1: and I think, and again, of you know, I, I'm I feel for the people that are like you know, go take a walk, and it's like no, you know, that doesn't work, right. you know, but but it will work if number one you make time and you leave your phone off or you leave your phone at home, and and what we're really saying is like there is an awareness of the awareness awareness to the creation around you that. We miss when we are so busy. We miss when we're on the, like, our phones are a distraction. We can have a whole social media phone technology talk of, like, well, I just need to be available. That's, you know, t- pick a time where you can set your phone aside and go be aware mm-hmm. and have the attention. Like, if, if you go out and, and you're just walking and you have zero zero things to distract you, I promise the Lord will be, (laughs) you just, the creation is all around you. And it is, it's just, it's not even tapping back into attention. It's just, it is stepping back into the awareness that, that the Lord made us with. So I just, I absolutely agree. And, uh, I, I will ask, uh, so how, how, how would you, how do we have confident peace in the changing of seasons? Whether we are excited or we want to.
0: The, the, the answer is just trust the the difficult part about that is trusting in the unknown is not always in for for a lot of us i, I remember reading a story in the autobi, in the autobiography of james hudson taylor one of the first if not the first missionary to china and he only had like two coins, and I don't, I don't know what the coins were. It was, it was English currency, in his pocket. And he went to visit a sick family, and God told him to give his last two coins. He said, God, if I give you these coins, then I don't have no money to eat. I don't have no money to do anything. And and he really just felt this burden from God to give these coins to this family that had a sick wife or and mother, and so they could go buy medicine. And so he did and he kind of went home and he was kind of like just like defeated because even in our obedience, sometimes we're not like always excited. Yeah. And again, we talked about we don't live by feelings, but feelings is actually a part of our life. The guy God something. Yeah. And so he's just kind of defeated about the whole thing. He's like, I don't know why you do that. I don't I don't know why you put that on my heart. I hope I didn't, you know, just kind of overstep and just sometimes we, we we question even when we were based sometimes we question whether we did it in the right way or not yeah. he got home and and someone came by the door and gave him five dollars and and what and I'm, I'm dating myself here but this is the early 1900s so five dollars was a, a huge amount of money and he just thought to himself if god would take care of me because i gave a couple coins what is my life what's he going to do with my life if i trust him with it all yeah and that's always stuck with me and I share that because I say, yes, trust God, but we got to be trusting God means I'm obedient. Mm-hmm. Even when it sounds crazy, I have not been able to verify this story. So I I'm, I'm, I say this with a little apprehension, but there was a man in church, not our church, but a, a, just a church it was during the time of invitation. And he felt like God told him to do 10 pushups in the middle of the aisle. He's like, God, nobody does pushups in church, but he just couldn't get away from it. And so he went and did 10 pushups. And somebody came forward that day and they gave their life over to the Lord and they're asking him, Hey, what, what made you come to the Lord or something in your life? He's like, no, he's I told. I, I said, God, if you're real, somebody would do 10 pushups in the middle aisle. And again, <laughs> I, I don't have verification <laughs> yeah. of this. I don't have like this happened, this church on this day. That was
1: day. a scoff. I was like, of course. Like I'm yeah. like, that's always just wild. But
0: I've heard it on several different occasions. So I don't know if like, it's like the story that the man went fishing and the fish gets bigger and bigger each time he tells it. But. That story stuck with me too because even if that story isn't true, it points to a fact that God uses very strange things to encourage people. Yeah, and if we can just remember that, that hey, wait, I'm gonna trust God. He He asked me to do something. I'm gonna be obedient to it. And we don't know. We don't. And we're not always gonna have the end in mind. God does. Yeah. But we don't always know that. And someone may come back to us years later and say, "You know, you really changed my life when you did this." And you're like, "What?" and you know that was 10 years ago. You don't even remember it now but you changed someone's life yeah. and that's the power of impact that we've been studying for the life of David for the, for our Smoky Mountains trip with the church and I always come back to the cave of Adullam. I don't know if David understood the impact he had on these guys' life until they became his mighty men of valor. Mm-hmm. What friend are you going to have? What family member's going to get closer to you because you trusted because you obeyed? What's the end result going to be humanly speaking and and think about that and then then take that magnify that because god's going to, need to do even more through that and i just think that's one way that or a couple ways that we can kind of come into this difficult time and trust yes that's the 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 unique answer but how do we do that well through obedience and just stepping out into the unknown
1: i think also to add to that as well of you know And and these are, you know, all ideas and just how, you know, we're looking for how to have confident peace in, in seasons and through obedience. And then even as you were saying obedience, I'm, I'm like, you know, if people can have obedience and still have a discontent heart or they can still have, you know, my, my mind goes to like, how can I have contentment in, in the Lord? And that is one of my biggest things. And I just, I, I jump to somewhere in, in philippians of um where paul's in prison and um the church is praying for him and they're thinking of him and paul is saying thank you so much for for praying for me for thinking of you me but he he essentially says but i i don't need my i don't need god to change my change my situation for my hard situation to for me to be content and he he says um He says, I'm not saying this because I'm in need, for I have learned to be content in whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do this through him who gives me strength. And I think like that, you know, my husband just reminded me of that this morning of, of I have learned the secret of being content. And Paul's writing from prison. I talk about like a season change of, yeah. you know, I just, I, th- I think through obedience to the Lord and, and through, how do I walk in confident peace through, through these changing seasons and, and how do I place my, you know, placing, I would say, like you just said, trusting the Lord, obedience to the Lord and, and, and placing my contentment in the Lord.
0: These are some huge next steps, Darby. You know, we, we speak about it. We're living through them. Mm-hmm. But there are people listening like, man, this is this is hard. Yeah, this is not this is not this is not simple. It may seem like simple minded advice, but it's it's mind blowing life that we're talking about. And that's why Jesus said, I have not come to give you life. I've come to give you abundant life. Yeah. And I think that's just huge. And so, you know, even as we conclude with these thoughts and and different things, you know, just commend people for even doing what they feel like god would happen to do because sometimes you need that cheerleader on the side or sure. sometimes you need the coach on the side whatever it is but who and what you need god god brings to us at that moment and, yeah. and gives just, us what we need
1: yeah and i just say even just to piggyback off that of just if just the encouragement of you know if you you know to trust in the lord but you know we, we talked about changing seasons from summer to, to fall to winter you know we're we're talking about that, but also the, the seasons of change, of the heartache, and the things that people that have people have walked through, and just to, uh, to encourage you of if you're not at trusting the Lord right now, if you are, you're like, I know I should, but I'm just not, and I'm just walking away from G- Jesus. It's just you. It that doesn't necessarily mean that there's a process, and you can just just to encourage again of, of we all walk through very hard seasons. That it takes us a second to be. Like I'm, I was discontent in the Lord. I'm, in, I'm angry in my circumstances, but I, I choose to be content in the Lord. Or I, I God, I don't want to trust you right now. I don't see how you can, but I will work every day through. God, I'm gonna walk with you by taking a walk or journaling or whatever it is, and it's gonna be a, a constant surrendering of putting my will down and saying, God, I, I do trust you above all circumstances. So hopefully this this, this morning is a is an encouragement to, to those of you and if you guys are not at that place, just know that Jesus is is walking with you and He's he's a patient God.
0: And we're walking with you. I'm Pastor Adcock and this is Miss Darby O'Bell. These are your next steps.